Hello and welcome to Celebrating Small Business Owners. I want to really highlight some great small business owners in our community, for that matter, all over the country and the world, because I think it's a tougher slog than many people give our great small business owners credit for. And so we want to just talk about that journey, what people go through. And if you're someone out there who's entrepreneurial and you're thinking, hey, is this for me? Maybe I want to do this. We're also hoping to give you some tips and ideas that make you okay. This may be able to help uh, cut some of my learning curves. So I don't make the same mistakes that you know we all make when we get involved, obviously, with small businesses. So joining us today for our first Celebrating Small Business Owners is Ashley Freeborn, a really, really good friend of mine. He owns Aspire Optical and has built just an incredible business. And I've been blessed enough to see him, I would say, Ashley, pretty much towards the beginning of this journey for you. Yes. Yes, uh, without a doubt. Aspire Optical was our first. Uh, my wife and I, obviously, we're, we're partners in this, partners in life and partners in the business. So this was our first kind of uh, step uh, into eyewear retail. Uh, for myself, uh, I had been in the optical industry for 16 years on the wholesale side of the business. So uh, and working in Canada before I moved to Fargo. And so uh, through the wholesale side of the business, you tend to you see a lot of different doors and, and a lot of different ways to to operate an optical business. So I was able to see over those 16 years about 120 different doors and how they operate. And so it and and I mean, trust me, you'd walk into some places and, you know, the wood paneling would be on the wall and it'd be 1975 and you'd walk into other places and there'd be you know blaring music and record players and so there's a different feel for every business and uh so with aspire became this dream over time uh as i was doing that and and realizing that you know i, I just wasn't sure that i wanted to uh be on the wholesale side uh for the rest of my life so aspire kind of came about in this desire truly to do optical different and to celebrate the retail part of optical mm. and you know because glasses are fun glasses are are us uh when you meet somebody for the first time and you have those seven seconds to make the impression they see your glasses and make judgment on you before you shake their hand before you give them your business card before they even know your name and so glasses are like it's like a power suit you know the old power suit you put them on when you want a different when you want a different feeling, almost like a Clark Kent type persona. When you put them on, it can be. So, uh, glasses. We really wanted to celebrate eyewear and offer kind of this consumer experience and atmosphere that, you know, a lot of uh, a lot of optical shops maybe did uh, weren't uh, doing uh, in, in a way that was dynamic and entertaining. So. So, man, you you said so much there that I want to touch on. So let's take them one by one. And I and, and I mean because the journey's fascinating. And I want to get to your why because you're not saying to me, "Hey, Chris, I just got in this business because I saw people making some money and thought I could make." Like it, you have a real purpose as to why you wanted to do this. But I want to back up because I think a lot of people see you maybe open up this small business. You've had some success and go, "Oh, he just popped up shop and right away things went like." To hear you say, Chris, I've been in the the the, the other side of this, the wholesale side for 16 years. Yeah. That's a long journey, man. I would assume you've seen a lot of what to do and what not to do in that time. There's, there's no question. And, you know, success and definition of success is different for everybody. <laughs> but I'll tell you, there are times uh, during that first year 
uh, it, it didn't feel like a success. And it, it is hard work. It is, and it's more than hard work. It's, it, it stresses you. It stresses your relationships uh, with your family, with your friends, with your suppliers. Uh, and it takes time and it takes patience. It takes blood, sweat, tears, and all of that good stuff that they always say it's going to take. But, uh, you know, be ready for anybody that's thinking, uh, I'm just going to go out there and set, set something up and, and people are going to walk through the door. Because honestly, I, I thought that I thought I'm going to build this thing and people are going to see it. And, you know, they're going to come through the door just like crazy. And a good example of that is, you know, when you come into our store, we have this big bar front and, uh, you know, it's it's several feet down both sides. And I bought eight stools for people to sit at on the sides of the bar. And, you know, it's not often that there's more than uh, three of those stools being used at one time, <laughs> right? Even now where, and, and we are quite busy. So, you know, uh, you never know uh, what the world is gonna go uh, throw at you. Uh, you never know from a competition standpoint, you never know. I mean, this year in particular has been such an eye-opening experience for everybody with uh, COVID and, you know, last, Last March, I remember we came off of the best month we had ever had in February. And, you know, I really felt like last year we were just going to like, last year was our rocket ship year. And, uh, you know, all of a sudden, I think it was about March the 7th, the tap just completely shut off. Mm. And you're just going like, what am I going to do? And when is this going to be over? And I know that so many people were out there thinking that. But uh, but that's part of being a small business owner. And and, and you do you, you ride the risk and, and you ride the reward without a doubt. You know, you say you're not going to start um, a small business if, if there's not going to be some profitability in it, surely. But uh, but, you know, it's it, it, it's definitely it's it's not a ride for everyone. And uh, you have to be able to, to sleep at night while you're doing it. So let's go to your why, because I think that's such a key component, I would presume, especially for let's go back to last March and April when, hey, things are starting to move and all of a sudden whew, the spigot goes dry. And again, as a small business owner, you've got to pay everyone else before you pay yourself. Yeah. How did you get clarity on that? Why? And what made you say, hey, look, the, because you do a great job. And I talk to your customers. I'm one of them. But the people I talk to go, you know, what's so Thanks. great about Ashley is they'll come in. And then a few days later, I get a follow up call. Just, hey, how are things going? Do you like them? Like, I don't know a lot of people out there that are doing that in your industry. So talk about how you develop the why and, and how do you stay focused on it? I mean, I feel like the why for me in so many ways was to show that I could do it. You know, um, I would be with doors and with, with, with buyers, with doctors and saying like, this is really what you should do. And this is how you can become more profitable. Um, and, and I thought, why can't I do this? And so with us, you know, it, at the same time, it's about, I, I love eyewear and it's about making it fun <laughs> and accessible and affordable um, for everyone. And so for us, like it's, it's about consumer choice. It's a focus on consumer choice and it's a focus on true education, you know? So for us, it's, we have 2000 frames. We have more frames than any other, uh, any other optical dispensary in the region. We have all the fashion brands under one roof. So when I was dealing with suppliers and it was kind of interesting, right? Because I've been on their side, you know, right. but when I was dealing with them, 
I knew what to say in order to make sure that we got all of the brands that we wanted, even though there was exclusive exclusivity agreements with other um, with other practices in town. Um, you know, and so it kind of became this, if you can't find it with us, you can't find it anywhere, really. And, you know, the other part of that is the glasses are always the fun part. They're the sexy part, right? But it's the lenses. The lenses are usually the expensive part. And they're also the functional part. It's why you need glasses in the first place. And so, you know, with us, I feel like it's so important to truly educate your clients to answer all of their questions and answer questions that they didn't ask either because they didn't know to ask them or because they're too, uh, you know, too shy to ask them, you know? So it's not just, here's your lens. And in a lot of places, it, places it is like that. It's you, okay. You've picked your frame and now you sit down and, um, yeah, you know what, Mr. Berg, your lenses are going to be $700. And once that sticker shock sinks in for the client, <laughs> you know, they're just like, well, wow, like I just saw a commercial for Warby Parker and they were 99 bucks. Like I really got to think about this, right? So, but lenses are like vehicles. There's so many different kinds of them. You know, you can get lenses where it's like riding a bike to Detroit Lakes, or you can get lenses like it's driving a Maserati. It's, uh, it's how you want uh, how you want to live and how you want to see your world. That's kind of what I, what I tell people. I want to back up to something you said where you really focus on educating the client. Cause you know, you and I work together cause I've helped you market your business. So I want to jump into the marketing side of things. And that, sure. um, I had a great mentor that I used to talk about he who educates the market dominates the market. And so have you found that to be true? You found that sort of as a, an opportunity to become a market leader cause you've spent I would say an inordinate amount of time, maybe with some clients, really educating them about the lens and the frames and things of that nature. There is no question that that's accurate. And I, I feel like a large part of our marketing and a large part of the marketing initiatives that we do and the advertising that we do um, does lend itself in that aspect. And so there, there's no question that um, when you're being able to offer the client more information, something different than what they're going to be able to get online. And I mean, let's face it, like we've been online for, uh, we've all been there online where we're talking into a chat box or, and you just can't, can't get anywhere. And so even if somebody buys their glasses online and has questions about them, we encourage them to bring them in. We'll take a look at them. Uh, you know, we, we can adjust them. Uh, but at the same time, while we do that, we, we go over the different aspects of why they need eyewear and what are their hobbies, you know, for, for sunglasses and all of that kind of, all of those kind of different things. And uh, it's critical to ask those questions and get to know, get to know your clients and know why they walk through the door, you know, know if those marketing initiatives that you're doing, um, are they working, you know, so like with our relationship, Chris, it started, uh, you know, with North Dakota today and on the segments that we would do, uh, oftentimes it, it was about educating, educating that audience, uh, not just about the fact that we have 2000 frames and it's a, it's a fun, sexy place, right, to go. But it's, it's about educating the client about why glasses are so important and why good quality eyewear is so important to mitigate health issues down the road for 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 everyone for and, and even starting as young as as two years old making sure that you get sunglasses on your kids uh so that 
later on in life, uh, they don't have uh, early onset uh, macular degeneration or cataracts, you know, and because the bulk of the damage, uh, UV damage is done to your eye before the age of 12. Um, so those are different things. It's, it is, it's always such a powerful message. You know, uh, I, I sat with a client uh, last week and uh, this guy, you know, budget was definitely an issue. And I, I wish this was a success story because he never did buy glasses from us. But the one thing that happened at the end of it, we, we had a long chat, probably up to an hour. And uh, when he said he was going to decide, uh, he was going to take, take uh, some time to decide. I said, well, if nothing else, at least you learned something here with us today. And he said, yeah, I learned a lot. And, and, and that really is what it's about. And, uh, it, it, you know, we can't, the world can't be just full of these, like, uh, these cheap things that um, it, it, you need something that works. You need a place to go and get it fixed. You need somebody to talk to. And it's something that in the eyewear market, I mean, that, that destination is, it's something that we try to do every day. Yeah. Um, a couple of things I want to touch on with you. You just mentioned, that, hey, you, you're in there talking to your clients to get feedback and find out, hey, what's working, what's not. What I guess I should ask you the same thing. I mean, as you've been marketing, I know that even you told me, I think it was last March when the spigot went off, you know, you're like, whoa, should I cut my marketing budget? And you didn't. You stayed strong yeah. and you stuck with it. And so talk a little bit about I know how our relationship does help really the marketing, help grow your business and what how you sure. determine like, hey, this has worked, it's successful. I mean, those times were very uncertain. Uh, like last March, and so I was, I was reading a lot of different articles, uh, you know, online. And one that I had read said, "Do not cut your marketing budget." And it was probably one of the best decisions that I ever made. And you know, because you had so many people that that's so many businesses. That's what they did right away. It was the first thing to cut. And um, you know, but as a result, we got so much more airtime. Uh, and so playtime. Can I share some with you? Because, you know, we, we were going through something similar where people were like, hey, you know, we're having problems right now because of COVID. First thing we're going to do is cut our budget. And I remember having this conversation with you going, hey, thank you for sticking with us. Because of that, I'm going to give you a bunch of what we call bonus spots here. And it's just obviously, I mean, you, you ate up so much of the right. airwaves. It was fantastic. Right. I remember getting my, getting my it bill and it'd be pages of pages of bonus spots though. Yeah. That it, were at zero because, which was fantastic, but that's true. That was at a time where everybody was at home. That's everybody what I was going to say. The, TV. the beauty for you is everybody's watching TV at that time. It's true. And it, it all added up. It all made so much sense. And it was all about <laughs> planning the comeback. It was all about the comeback. Yes. And, and, to, to know, I mean, we all knew we were going to open again at some point. We didn't know when at the time, but but truly, it was one of the smartest decisions that I ended up making. And 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 truly, I mean, we had discussed it, and we bumped it. We bumped the budget up. Yeah. And as a result, I mean, it was it was just huge the exposure. Um, you know, and and with exposure, an, another thing I, I guess about our business and and the success of it. We are located in an area of South Fargo that right now is known for kind of mid-range and upscale retail. And that area, the, the one thing that I've learned so much from is the other business owners in not just our small strip, but in that entire block. And I have taken time to get them to know them all personally, to ask them questions about their business. And they've all been really gracious to, to share uh, 
different insights with me. And, and truly, you know, um, I'll, and I'll give props to uh, Jeff at a, at, at a cutting edge. You know, he was someone that really showed me the power of advertising and, and marketing at the same time and how it drove his business. Um, at the same time, to see uh, someone like Maria at EcoChic, who's uh, the recipe for them and their success is so social media driven in what they do. And they're so good at it. And so it's interesting to see the success stories of these different local businesses, local small businesses. And you can draw on what they do as well. Just get to know them and talk to them. And, and they're all so supportive. Um, but know that your recipe isn't the only one that works and be humble in that respect because everybody has built their, everybody builds their house in a little bit different way. And it's important to, to learn and, and, and know and, and just watch and see the, the success of other people too. Thank you for saying that. And then that's why I'm so excited to do this celebrating small business owners segments. Cause I just think, like you said, there are different recipes. There are obviously certain foundational things, you know, you got to do to be successful, but um, maybe the last question I've got for you is, is I'm curious, as you look out into the future with eyewear, yeah. let's go 2021, 2022. Like, how do you see yourself innovating over the next 18 to 36 months? Uh, it will be fast paced. It will be fast paced in our industry. Certainly it's going to be fast paced in any retail industry as online continues to grow and grow and grow. Um, again, for us, it's going to be a focus on having things in store that other places don't have and online doesn't have. So does that mean you can customize your Oakley or Ray-Ban sunglass? Uh, this is something that we're talking with the supplier about right now and etch your name. Yeah, you can, you can do that online, but uh, you know, you're probably going to want some advice uh, when you're, when you're doing it um, for, for Aspire as a whole, you know, it's funny because I, I've gone back and forth uh, about another location in a different market. And, uh, and it's certainly, and then you kind of say to yourself, I, I mean, honestly, it's like having, uh, it's like having two kids. And <laughs> the, the second one gets out of diapers. And you're like, do I really want to have a third? Because <laughs> you're done, you're free, right? Yeah. And, and so it's, I'm kind of asking myself that question a little bit about about the business and taking it to another market. Uh, but certainly, it's all it's always going to be about doing something different, being uh, being ahead of the curve when it comes to technology. You know, like uh, um, there's there's plenty of opportunity in the optical world for for us to to go after so How, what's the biggest thing you learned maybe change in your business through COVID? because i heard you talk about hey we're we're asking people to come in and even though we're doing more business online remember were you doing kind of skype type of sales where hey try this on let's take a look and that kind of thing or i would say that we tried we tried to do that um probably one of the things that i learned is that I mean, you always know how important your team is, but at that time, I, I truly learned uh, how important the people that I have uh, who, who, who work for us are. And, uh, you know, we all went through it together and all of the uncertainty together. Uh, you know, we would take time off of work so that they could go get groceries uh, because at the time, right, people were, you were faced with like empty grocery aisles. Um, 
but I really feel like that time fostered and made the culture of our business that much stronger. And, uh, you know, we, we really are a team there and, um, they, they got me through it just as much as I got them through it. Yeah. Sir, thanks for the time again. Congratulations on your success. I'm just going to give you the last word. Anything else you want to share, add? Oh, man. Uh, well, you're probably due for your eye exam, Chris. <laughs> you know what? I, <laughs> trust me, I, I am. I've been thinking about it. So I'll be in sooner than you probably think. <laughs> well, that's great. I look forward to it. And thanks for having me. Oh, man, it's such a pleasure. You know, I just want our audience to realize that is the essence of a great small business owner, always asking for the sale. Even here we are on the podcast. Hey, you, you need to get your eye exam done. So, you know, God bless you, my man. I appreciate it. Again, celebrating small business owners. They are the backbone of our economy. So, Ashley, thank you for having the backbone, the courage to start a small business and uh, do what you do in our community. We appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks so much, Chris.